Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Eric, for many people, you know, the 401k, right? I mean, it's just, it's a cool tool and it's super easy to use. So they just kind of, you know, pump into it and go and that's great. But let's talk about a few things to consider about the 401k. And I guess we can, we'll call this 401k considerations, but it's really the alphabet soup, right? I guess really any kind of sponsored, employee-sponsored plan. Correct. So whether that's um, 401k, 403b for, for nonprofit, uh, if you work for the federal government, you have the access to the TSP. If you have a small employer, maybe you're in a simple IRA. Right, right. Um, they're all similar to, they're different in how much money you can put into them. They're all similar. It's a payroll deduction, and the employer may match. Um, but coming out, it's all the same coming out. It's all going to be 100% taxable. Yeah. So yeah. we just want to look at some considerations for people to think about from an overall standpoint, because maybe it doesn't make the most sense to just do everything you've got into it, for example. And we're going to dive into that, so it'll make a little more sense here as we go. Um, but uh, let's start with the, the need for liquid asset. It's, it's Again, it's a cool tool. It's a, it's a great item for saving for retirement, but it's not the easiest thing to access. No, because if you're younger than 59 and a half or you haven't separated from service after the age of 55, if you take money out, you um, have a penalty for taking the withdrawal of additional 10% tax on top of the normal income taxes that you'll pay. Now, you can take loans against that, which you know is a way to access some of your money. But this is also why most financial planners, why you're accumulating, will say you need um, liquid assets. You need money in the bank. Um, you know, probably six months of living expenses should be in there in case things come up and you need that money, right? Because when you have in the bank, there's no age restriction. Um, there's no restrictions at all. In a 401k, if you want to take some money out, you have to have a benefit event or you have to take it out by a loan. Or if you take it out without one of those, you're going to have taxes and tax penalties on top of it. So always having a, um, a savings account or something that is an emergency fund your 401k really should be earmarked for your future self. You shouldn't want to touch that until you actually are retirement age. So you shouldn't tap it at all, even for taking out loans, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just let it grow, let it compound. So you take a loan, that money's out of this market. Uh, it's not growing at that point. Now, the interest that you pay is going back into your coffers, which is nice as opposed to paying a bank, but you're also losing the growth on that money during that time frame. So yeah, yeah. you kind of yeah. want to leave it hands off if possible. Yeah. And, and so if you're talking about liquid assets, right, so you want to make sure you have the emergency fund and some other things. So, uh, you know, maybe if you're if you're in a great position and you're putting 20% of your check in, you know, your 401k, maybe, but you have no emergency fund, maybe that's not the best move, right? So it's worth considering right. it. Um, what about employer contributions? Because this conversation, okay, look, we got to at least be getting the free money here. Absolutely. So if they're offering 3%, if you put in three, they'll match 100% to 3%, or they match 100% on the first three and 50% on the next three, you got to be putting in four and a half because you're getting four and a half match, right? Get all of the free money. Now, back in the day, it used to be, okay, put in just enough to get 100% of the employer match, 
and then put money into your Roth IRA. That way you could grow it in the tax-free bucket. But now you have Roth available in your qualified plan, like a 401k. Mm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you put the money in on the Roth side and the company matches, the match is still going to go on the pre-tax side, but those dollars still count. So you want to put as much in to get the match, more if you can, and if you can tolerate it, you'd like it all on the Roth side if possible, because your future self is really going to thank you if all the money you have saved for retirement is all in that tax-free bucket. That's going to be really good for you in retirement because that's going to take away one of the biggest threats to your retirement income is taxation. So you can take that out of the equation (laughs) at retirement. You're going to be way better off. Yeah. Well, and so think about those tax implications. So employer contributions. Now, with the passage of the SECURE Act 2.0, Eric, they've made some more things even. uh, They've really tried to add more power, I guess, or more push on the Roth side of things. So consider, this is point number three, consider those tax implications that you alluded to. Because maybe, again, it doesn't make the most sense to put, let's say, you know, 20% in your standard 401k because you got that tax bomb waiting on you. Correct. And we don't know where the tax rates are going to be when you retire. No, we got a good idea, though. <laughs> Probably going to be higher. <laughs> um, and you don't know, you know, your tax rate might be higher or the same as it was while you're working, too. Right, right. You know, the only people it really comes down for are people that were really high wage earners, you know. Um, but people that are kind of in the, the middle, right? Uh, maybe uh, they're working, they're in the 22 or 24% tax step. Very easy to be in that in retirement when you have a, you know, an amount that you want. So your taxes probably be relatively the same, but the problem is, is that you don't know what those rates are going to be. That's controlled by Congress. They have a lot of things to pay for. There's a lot of debt out there. So with, you can enjoy these low tax rates right now by saving on that that Roth side of things, mm-hmm. um, pay the tax now for the future to be tax-free. But um, I've shown a couple people have come in that they get a small reprieve on taxation for a while, and then once those minimum distribution ages kick in and they got to take the money out of those plans, they're right back to the same, if not higher, tax level than they were they were working. But remember this. We've, we've talked about this multiple times on the show. I always hammer it in all my classes. When you retire – at that point in time, it's the most control you've had over your taxes than almost any point in the future while you started working. Because while you're working, your tax rate's controlled by your wages. Once you retire and those wages fall off, you get to control your tax rate by where you pull your money from. So before you start flipping on switches and claiming Social Security or claiming a pension or taking distributions from an IRA or selling off investments, you need to have a tax analysis done to see, okay, if I take this amount of money from this bucket, how much tax will I pay versus if I take it from this bucket or maybe a blending of them. Because really nice when I can show folks that they can be in a 0% tax bracket, pay no tax until minimum distribution age, which now, like you mentioned, the SECURE Act is now at age 73, going to 75 for some folks. So that's why you always want to have taxes as one of the components of your financial plan and the person you work with needs to understand and also advise you on taxes. If they're not doing that, I would say search elsewhere because you're paying a fee, pay the same fee here, and we're going to help you on the taxation side of things. So you need to get value for the fees that you're paying. But taxes has to be a huge part of it. Yeah, and and how these things all play together too, right? So again, just this is just one you know retirement vehicle, if you will, savings vehicle on the four hundred one k. But it's how all the different things play together that's really important. So again, these are just some considerations to ponder uh, when looking at this one particular item. And of course, as Eric said, if you need some help, five one five two two six fifteen hundred. 
Uh, final one to touch on, Eric, on this is is the consideration about the the strays or the orphans or whatever account you want to call them. The basically, if you're if your money's still at the job that you're no longer at. <laughs> You Absolutely, might, yeah. You might want to not leave that there, right? That would be orphaned money, right? It's got right. no, it's got no uh, parents. It's got no home, right? Um, and this happens a lot of times. You know, people when they when they change jobs, there's a lot of things are going through. They just kind of forget about it, and you only get a statement once a quarter. And now everything's online. They don't even send you paper statements anymore. So you know, if you don't check the email, you think it's spam or something like that. You just kind of delete it. You don't even know it's there. But it's important money, and you really should have it collected and working harder for you. Now, the problem with leaving it in your employer's plan, the previous plan, is that your only options are what that plan offers. Let's say you want to do something else, because in an IRA, which all those plans can go to, a 401k, a 403b, a TSP, a simple, they can all go to an IRA. Once you've had that benefit event, which is you know separation of service, mm-hmm. which if you change jobs, that's what that is. They can all go to an IRA. Well, what kind of investment can you have in an IRA? You can have anything, right? Virtually any type of investment. Got to have a custodian. So if it's really these unique things, like um, had a client that had teak trees in his IRA. Well, okay. special <laughs> he has to have a special custodian um, to handle that. Um, uh, some people have um, real estate. Some people have gold. Some people have uh, collectibles, fine wine even now. So you just have to have a custodian that's going to work with that. But you can have any investment inside of an IRA versus in the old 401k plan or the qualified plan. So whatever that plan has. Plus, if that plan moves from company XYZ to ABC, your money's moving too. So you don't got any say in that. When it's in an IRA, you have the say. You can dictate how you want that to be invested. It can be in different things, maybe things to get you ready for retirement. So always recommend when people leave, always move it to an IRA except one exception if you're over 55. So if you're over the age of 55, take a pause because that plan that you leave from, you can go back and access that plan if you need to, and you only pay taxation, ordinary income taxes, you don't have the penalty. If you move it out, that age moves up now to 59 and a half. So 55 is the one where you, I would argue, don't roll it all. Roll some, but not all of your money out to an IRA. Before that age, roll it all. But after that age, take a pause because it just gives you options. Life deals your curveball. You need some of that money. You only pay tax on it, not, not the tax penalty. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 
WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.